Welcome, everybody, to the Motivate Podcast Show. I'm your host, Rich Wall Street Williams. And at the Mo- on the Motivate Podcast Show, we always say less, but we definitely, definitely believe uh, for more. I-, I am telling you that this vision, uh, this, this journey that we've been on as it relates to um, vision is, is really, really strong and is really, really uh, important. Uh, on the Motivate Podcast show, the reason why it's a Motivate Podcast, the word eight is the eight pillars of life that we focus in on. And one of the areas of life that we focus in on is our, our development, right? The person, right? And, and so I've been having conversations on the importance and the power of vision. Understand this, friend, that, that we're at the start, we're at the beginning of a new year. And think about this that we're not really having a new year until we are a new you. You're not really having a new year unless there's a new you, right? You gotta have a, be a new you. What does that mean? A new you, meaning a new perspective on your life, a new you, meaning a new look at your finances, a new look at your family. All of that is part of being uh, what I refer to as the new you, because there isn't a new you, there isn't a new year, I should say, without first being a new new uh, a new you and so um that's where our conversations are being focused on i understand this and one of the things i've shared in the past on the podcast show is that sight is the lens of the eyes and vision is the lens of the brain sight is lens of the eyes vision is the lens of the brain what does that mean we see through our eyes but we with our brain, we we see we see with our eyes, but with the brain, we see through our eyes, right? So lens, sight is a lens, right, of the eyes. It's allowing the light in. It's allowing images in. And then the brain interprets what we see. And that which the brain interprets is what I refer to as vision. You know, sometimes you go to the doctor, you know, I wear glasses, so I go to the doctor to have my eyes examined every, you know, uh, uh, one or two years uh, perspective. They go to the, the, the uh, they, have, they check out my, my eyes, right? And so what, one of the things I've discovered since I've been wearing glasses and I start wearing glasses, like, I don't know, maybe it's been like five, six years now, is that two years ago, prescription is it necessarily the same prescription that I need today? Does that make sense? So what I saw with the prescription two years ago, I'm not really seeing that same thing today. Why? Because our eyes are constantly changing. And and, and if our eyes are constantly changing from a natural perspective, then what are the things that I can change with my mind? What are things that I can change with my vision? What are things that I can change that as it relates to my perspective and how I see the world? Because listen, I don't see the world as it is. We don't see the world as it is. We see the world as we are. We see our world through the lens or the vision of our experiences. Our experiences shape the way that we see the world. Our, our experiences shape the way that we see the world. We see the world not as it is, but as we are. I'm giving a quick example of that is, um, you know, years ago, uh, I heard a story about a salesman, a shoe salesman that went to a third world country. And so he went to a third world, third world country and he's traveling about the countryside 
And he's frustrated because he sees that everyone in the villages that he was visiting did not wear shoes. So after about two or three weeks, he got on a plane, flew back to headquarters. And they said, why are you back? Why didn't you come back so soon? We want to open up a location, a division in that part in that part of the world. He said, listen, those people don't wear shoes. They sent another shoe repair, a shoe salesman to the same region, the same area, the same people. Within two days of being in the area, the shoe salesman called back to headquarters and he says, send me all the shoes you have in stock because these people don't wear shoes. Same words, different results. Why were the results different? It's because the vision was different. First salesman saw people who didn't wear shoes. And so he saw it as, hey, what, 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 what's, what's the purpose of me being here? They don't wear shoes. They're not going to buy shoes. The other salesperson said, hey, listen, they're not wearing shoes. We, I sell shoes. I see a need for my product here. Vision was a difference. We see with our eyes, the lens, but our vision comes from the interpretation of what we see by our brains. Our brain is shaping our world. And the power of our vein, our brain shaping our world, the power about it is that we can determine what we thought. We, we can choose the thoughts that we think and we can choose on what we see. That is totally, totally up to us. What we see is totally, totally up to us. And so we got to make that decision, man. We got to decide on we got to decide on what we see. We got to decide on how we're going to interpret what we see. And then what commitment are we going to make to make that change? So I made some uh, if-then uh, statements that I want to share with you. One of the if-then statements I said is, is, if sight is limited, and then vision must be unlimited. We see with our eyes and with our brain, we see through our eyes. We see with our eyes, with our brain, we see through our eyes. Our eyes are lighting, are allowing light, right, and images, shapes, shades, and color to come into our eyes. Our vision is now being produced or the result of how our brain interprets that. So if sight is limited, because our sight, our sight is limited from a natural standpoint, think about this. Uh, our eyes are what is referred to as trichromatic. I believe the number is trichromatic, which is three colors, primarily red, green, and blue, I think it is. Now, those that are eye experts, that this is incorrect information in the comment below, just give us the correct information. Right. So so our eyes are trichromatic, which means we primarily see three colors. We primarily see the few hundred shades of color and light. But the brain has the ability to see millions. Our eyes interpret at a few hundred shades of color and, and, and light, but the brain can see thousands, hundreds, millions. So if and so that means that our sight is limited, but our vision is unlimited, friend. And that's why it, 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 I'm very passionate about this in 2023. If you want 2023 to be different than 2022, then you have to be intentional. You have to be specific. You have to be intentional. Um, and you have to be purposed about what you're going to see this year. I cannot allow last year's success to be the measuring, the barometer, the tool, the gauge that I use to determine 2023 success. You know, there's, there was a video I saw a few years ago, Fat Joe. I don't know if, if you know who Fat Joe is. Joe, Fat Joe is a, was a rapper. I think he's from Brooklyn, New York. And there's a video. I'm not really sure the content of the video, but I just saw a clip of a conversation with Fat Joe. And Fat Joe said, yesterday's price is not today's price. 
price went up. And listen, let me tell you, friend, yesterday vision is not today's vision. The cost of your vision just went up. Yesterday's success, it's not today's success because today, the price for today's success just went up. Another if-then statement I made about vision is if sight is reactive, vision is proactive. I now have to be intentional about what I, I, what I see and the interpretation of that. I have to be intentional about what I see and interpretation of that. Listen, as we're going through this, man, feel free to comment below. Let's chat. Let's conversate. I, I believe uh, the chat box is open. Um, the chat box is open. If you want to conversate and convert with me, you can as we go through this um, or comment. If you, we're broadcast on, we're on YouTube, we're on Facebook. I think it's on uh, Twitter, I think as well, Twitter as well. So let's comment. Let's have dialogue about this because this is important, friend. If you're going to have something different in 2023, then you're going to have to look at, you're going to have to create a different vision for 2023. When I was looking at businesses that failed in 2020 and 2019 as a result, well, 2020 primarily was the height of, of COVID from my perspective, right? And I remember in the beginning, uh, I remember in 2019, there was some scary uh, uh, cases near the end of 2019. Uh, as a matter of fact, um, some of the symptoms of COVID that came out in 2020, I looked at some symptoms I had in 2019. I said, hey, was that COVID? <laughs> Everybody had COVID, right? But now I'm not making light of COVID for those that, you know, unfortunately COVID had affected them and, and they had a lost life. I'm not, I'm not joking from that aspect because it is a, a serious virus that we need to pay close attention to. But here's the point that I want to make. When I looked at companies that failed during COVID, the number of people that were laid off during COVID, and I was part of that, I was working as a, I'm an executive uh, business development manager. That's what I do. Uh, my job was eliminated because of COVID hit and, and clients were going out of business. And, and so as a result, they didn't need to pay me to do the business development. And so my job ended. Right. So I was affected by COVID uh, for 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 a uh, 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 slight. Let, let me just say this. And I'm, I'm going to jump off that just for a little bit. Uh, shout out to Pastor Mike and Dr. Didi. Uh, Pastor Mike and Dr. Didi. They are the pastors of Spirit of Faith Christian Center in the D.C. metro area. If you're in the D.C. metro area, if you're within a 300-mile radius of the D.C. metro area, you need to come check out Spirit of Faith Christian Center. Just go ahead and Google SOFCC TV, and you'll see all of the stuff. Pastor Mike started sharing with the partners, with us, church members, um, in 2018 or 2017 to start saving your money. He said that, and he started preparing us. He told us to save, start saving, reduce spending. He said, because economically, just something coming to the country is going to economically affect it. He starts saying that a year or two before COVID. And, and I'm only saying that is because, number one, it was good for me to hear that. And I applied a vision to it. And I started acting accordingly so that when my job ended, this is where I'm going, in 2020, I already had money saved that it wasn't an impact in my family. And I didn't miss a beat. We didn't miss a beat because we heard the instructions and we follow and we acted on it and we begin to see something that wasn't present. Vision allows you to see a time, to see a day before it exists and then act accordingly. <laughs> when you have vision, friend, I'm telling you, you're going to make different decisions, right? 
And so businesses that didn't succeed, this is where I was going, where I left off at, businesses that didn't succeed in 2020, one of the primary reasons that they didn't succeed is because they weren't financially prepared for that. I was watching um, a a video and a guy was talking about marriage. Um, what What's his name? Oh, my goodness. Um, I can't remember his name. When I think of it, I'll, I'll drop it in a comment. And it was really good information uh, about marriage. And one of the things that he shared is he said, most marriages don't expect to crash. That's why when they do, it's devastation. They can't return from it. And he, he compared it to um, the autopilot function of an airplane. He's a pilot, so he was relating marriage success to Sometimes in our marriage, we put ourselves on autopilot, right? And so we take our hands off the steering wheel of our relationship and we rely on some automatic things that go on in our relationship. What's some automatic things? Well, we get up, we have breakfast at seven o'clock. We send the school, the kids to school at 730. I'm just using that as whatever things are automatic. So we don't we don't then start to investigate into maintaining that healthy relationship. We put it on autopilot. And then when things come up, because we were on autopilot, we didn't anticipate a crash. And when a crash happens, it's devastation. He was encouraging marriage couples to take their relationship off of autopilot. What does that have to do with vision? You have to take your life success off of autopilot. Like Fat Joe told us yesterday, price is not today's price. Price went up. Yesterday's success, friend, isn't today's success. The price for success just went up. Yesterday, success in your relationship is not today's success in your relationship because the price went up. Marriage can be easy, but it takes work. Vision. If Sight is reactive. Vision has to be proactive. I have to be proactive. I have to anticipate. There's going to be some tough times. There's going to be some challenging times. There's going to be some um, disappointing times in my relationship. There's going to be some challenging times. There's going to be some tough times in my business. There's going to be challenge time, challenging times. There's going to be some tough times on my job. The key is how do I prepare for those tough times, those challenging times? Because there's going to be high water, low water, no water at all. How do I respond? And your vision has everything to do with that. Another if-then statement that I made as it relates to this topic of vision is sight is the lens of the eyes and vision is the lens of the brain, right? So vision then will be a voice that invites you to your future life. When you have vision, friend, Vision is that voice that invites you to your future life. And if you can't hear the voice of your future life and you can't see what it looks like in your future life, friend, that I'm telling you right now as a friend, a voice on a radio, a voice on a podcast, right? I'm, the voice is that your life right now is on autopilot. My question to you is why? Why is your life on autopilot? People ask, when people say, when I say good morning to people and people ask me, how are you doing? Primarily my response is I'm either doing excellent or I'm going to say phenomenal. People are blown away by the phenomenal. Wow. 
What makes your day so phenomenal? Hey, listen, I woke up today and I'm above ground. <laughs> Any day that I wake up in the morning, I'm above ground. To me, it's a great day. And you need to see your life like that. You need to see that your life has value. You need to see that your life has purpose. You need to see that you are impacting and you're making a difference in your family. Your kids are depending on you. And you, my friend, are making a difference. Rich, you don't understand. My kids don't listen to a word that I have to say. That's cool. That doesn't mean the message has changed. That, that doesn't mean you can't love them. That doesn't mean you can't prepare for them. That doesn't mean you can't pray for them. It doesn't matter. See, I do what I do, not because people, the response that people make to me, I do what I do because I need to do what I do. And I love to do what I do. And I'm on assignment to do what I do. I, I am on an assignment to do what I do, but understand this, friend, when we have the proper perspective or vision, that vision will be a voice that will invite you into your future life. Years ago, my family and I, my wife and I, we were having some challenging times. And financially, my son was small, he was maybe two years old or so at the time. He's 31 now, so look, that was 29 years ago. I don't, thank you so much. I don't look like, um, I'm, I'm, how old am I now? I really, I got to think. Oh, I, I'm 56. <laughs> do the math, man. Do the math. I was born in 1965. So born in 1965. How I'll be 57 this year, right? I, I don't even know. I don't feel it. I mean, you're looking and say, man, this guy looks good. I thought you were in your 30. Thank you so much. You're so kind. Flattery <laughs> will get you everywhere in life. I'm just having fun. But I am 57. But two years, I mean, 30 some years, 31 years ago, my son was about two years old, about 30 years ago. Um, we were having, my wife and I having some tough time, challenging time financially in our relationship, right? And, and you know, and that's one of the one of the top three reasons for divorce is financial challenges is one of the top three reasons for, for divorce is money, money talks. Communication, money talks, and infidelity in a relationship, those at the top. So that was a money situation for us and it could have ended us. But at the time we had a vision for our relationship we had people in our lives that will help encourage us as it relates to our relationship. And I'm unashamedly, I unashamedly would say this, that we had God in our relationship, right? God was at the center of our relationship. The Lord Jesus Christ, when I say God, I want to make it straight. I want to make it uh, uh, straight. It was the Lord Jesus Christ at the center of our relationship. And we were able to navigate that tough times and challenging, challenging time financially. But, 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 but here's the story. My son said to us during that time, Dad, I hate oatmeal because at that time we couldn't financially, the, you know, basically what we could afford was, was um, tuna, tuna noodle casserole and flavored oatmeal. <laughs> that was primarily our breakfast, lunch, and dinner meals at, during that time period. And my son had oat, flavored oatmeal so much for dinner that he said, Dad, I hate oatmeal. What kid doesn't like Blueberry flavored, banana flavored, strawberry flavored, orange flavored, maple, uh, what is it? Maple brown sugar, <laughs> apple flavored oatmeal. He said, I'm sick of it. At two or three years old, he said, Dad, I hate oatmeal. Man, it was devastation to me because I realized financially where I was. But friend, one night, somewhere around 10, 15 p.m. on a Tuesday night, and I remember 10:15, and I remember Tuesday because it was so vivid of an experience. My wife and I are sitting in the kitchen. At the time, we lived at 1250 Edison Street in York, Pennsylvania. So we're sitting in the kitchen. We had a dining room table that's up to, against the wall on our left. 
we had three chairs around the dining room table because on the fourth side of the table was against the wall. This is a vivid picture, an image that's in my mind. That's why I'm unfolding this for you. And I'm sitting at the head of the table. My wife is on the side and we're talking about where we were in our relationship and where we were as relates financially. And during that conversation, I, I'm, I'm telling you, like, I know that I know that I know I heard the voice of wealth call me. Now, some of you are going to hear this. You can say this dude is tripping. He's smoking. He's high on coke crack. He's on high on weed, coke crack, whatever. Hey, man, call it whatever you want. Judge it however you want to judge it. I live a judge a judgment free life. I had learned long ago that I'm going to divorce myself from the opinions of other people. You got to divorce yourself from the opinion of other people. And I said, I don't care. I don't care what people think about that. I said, I heard the voice of wealth called me, man. And, and that voice of wealth, I mean, I remember the hairs on the back of my neck stood up. I said, wow. I said, baby, did you hear that? She said, no, what? But she saw my posture change. I sat up in the chair and I looked around like, oh my goodness. I just, and she got concerned. She said, what, 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 what's going on? I said, I just heard. The voice of wealth called me. She said, what did it say? I said, I don't know, but I recognized it was the voice of wealth. I'm unashamed about that story because that was part of the road of recovery to repairing the financial lack of my relationship. I created a vision for our life. And I said, baby, we'll never have these days again. I will never allow money to be my God. I will never allow my situation to rule me. Listen, when I get up in the day, I'm telling you, man, when I get up in the day, no day has the authority to dictate to me how it's going to be. What if your car blow up, your house burn down? What if <laughs> you lose your investments, you lose all your money? What are you going to do? I am not going to curse God and die. I'm going to get up the next day and I'm going to say, God, I thank you that this is the day that you have made and I will rejoice. I am making a choice. I'm going to rejoice in tough times and challenging times, low water, high water, no water at all. The decision I made. The reason why my posture is like that is because I have a vision of what my life looks like. And anything that comes up against that vision, anything that, that bumps up against that vision that doesn't look like that vision, I can easily dismiss it. I can go on record and this is YouTube. It's going to be out there forever. I will never be in a scandal where I'm cheating on my wife. We've been together for 33 and a half years. We've been married for 33 uh, years. It'll be 34 years, September, 2023. We've been together as a couple for 35 and a half years because we dated for about two and a half years prior to making the decision of getting married. I'm going on record to say this is out there. It's on YouTube. It's on Facebook. It's on Twitter. It's all over the world that I will never be caught up in a scandal where I am cheating on my wife. Rich, how can you make a bold statement like that? Because of the vision that I have for my relationship. I place a value on her. I place a value on the relationship. And I place a value on what God is doing inside of me as a man, husband, father, and leader. I place a value on that so I can confidently say that I will never be caught up in a marriage scandal where I'm having a relationship with another woman. Never.
Now, add this video to your favorites <laughs> and follow it, right? You can follow, Google me, Rich Wall Street Williams. You'll find me. My face, personal Facebook page, Richard Williams. I know there's a lot of Richard Williams out there. You, you see uh, that logo up in the top-hand corner. That's, that's that picture similar to that picture you'll see on my personal Facebook page. As a matter of fact, on my, my personal Facebook page, I think I got a hoodie on, a red hoodie in the profile, and I got my glass. So, you know, uh, that's too much time explaining that. My job, my call, my purpose in life, friend, is to get you excited and passionate about things that you can't even see yet. Friend, your life has value. You have value. And you need to see that. Because vision will connect your present to your future with great success. Right, let me let me just let me read this to you. Um, I referenced it, Isaiah uh, chapter 46, verses 9 through 10. And I'm just giving you the secret sauce, man. I'm giving you the secret sauce. Uh, on to building this type of life. Listen, Isaiah chapter 46, verse 9 through 10, New King James Version, for those that know what that is. <laughs> it says, remember the former things. Remember the former things of old, for I am God and there is no other. I'm God and there is none like me. Verse 10, I love this. I saw this years ago, and this has been the, uh, something that I've anchored to where I'm going. In Isaiah 46, verse 10, he said, declaring the end from the beginning, from ancient times, things that are not yet done, saying, my counsel shall stand, and I will do all my pleasure. Uh, the verse 10 said, "I, he, God is declaring the end from the beginning. That's vision. So here's how I see that for my life and the things that I feel called to do in, in the business world because I'm, I'm passionate about helping people get passionate and excited about things they can't even see yet. I'm on a mission to impact the lives of business, uh, of a million business professional sales, um, sales professional, business owners and entrepreneurs, a million sales professional entrepreneurs and business owners, uh, a million of them over the next few years, right? And I'm telling you, this is the truth. The truth is this, for me personally, and this is my truth, is that anything that I, feel as though God is leading me to do. He's telling me to start something that he has already finished. What's the point? The point is for your company, for your vision, you never start a company without first completing the vision. You never start a new business endeavor without first completing the vision. You never start a new job without first completing the vision. You never move to a new city, a new state, a new town, a new location without first completing the vision. What do you mean by completing the vision? You know, I apologize. It sounds like I'm fussing. I'm, I'm not. I'm passionate about this. Don't make a move until you know what it looks like. Don't make a move until you know what it looks like. 
In other words, go to the end of that decision. Go to the end of that move. What does it look like? What are the people, the town, the places? What type of opportunities? What type of money, income? Where will your children go to school? Have you thought about it? Have you planned it out yet? Have you, did you take some time to look at the impact of your decision? Never start a company until you can finish your vision for the company. Never start a company until you have the mission statement, vision, goals written out. If you're starting a business, what is your UVP? What is your unique value proposition for your business? Who are your customers? Why would anyone, why in the heck would anyone pick up the phone and call you? That's what I'm talking about when I say finish your vision. A lot of times people go, go into business, business, they start a business, start a company. They haven't thought about the, the work that's involved. Who are your company? Who are your customers? How will you prospect? What's your message, prospecting message sound like? You know, when I sold real estate, it was really easy for me when I sold real estate. Um, and, and, and that was to just convey to people, listen, I, I, my vision, my goal, I, I'm not working. My message, my plan, my 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 marketing plan isn't for everybody. I can say that up front. I, I, I'm, I wasn't a realtor that could work with anybody because of how I visioned my business running. Not everyone wanted to fit into that. So I've learned it's easier to fit people into a process and then to create a process for every person that I met. Did you hear that? Did you catch that? It's easy from a business perspective to have a business model, right? And fit customers into that business model than to create a process, a model for everyone that you meet. I prospect in my lifetime to thousands and thousands of people. There was a day in time in prospecting and reaching out, looking for new business. I would spend two or three hours a day on the phone calling people, calling people, calling people, calling people. Man, making 100 or 200 phone calls a day alone, right? Looking for people that wanted to buy my, buy my product. What I found was that I determined what my product was first. I determined what my, who my customers were first, and then I only look to look for prospect to the people that I felt as though would fit into that uh, that model, that funnel, whatever you want to call it. But there's not going to be a new year with different experience from the old you. It's not going to happen. If 2023 is going to be a different year for you then understand this friend that you're that you need to become and see something different in 2023 than you saw or, or became in 2022 i'll leave you with this today you will only determine what you will become when you determine what you're willing to walk away from, you will only determine what you will become when you determine what you are willing to walk away from. Understand this, friend, that the minute that you decide to become something at the same time, alongside of that decision, there's a decision to walk away from something. Let me just use my relationship with my wife. I love her. She, I mean, she's, she, I mean, Leslie is, is, is the bomb.com to me. Value her. Uh, she's at the top of every conversation, right? In terms of things that I say and do. Um, some people say, are you obsessed with her? Yes, I am. 
Listen, there's an old school song that ain't no woman like the one I got. Uh, goes together like a hand on a clock or something like that. That's before my time. <laughs> the minute you decide to become something, you got to walk away from something. The minute I decided that I, my relationship with my wife is more important than anything else, and that I, at that same time, was a decision to leave other girls alone. You know, I don't, I don't know how some guys do it. They have, they're in a, uh, they're in a committed relationship with someone and, 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 and girls do this too. I'm on, I'm only talking to the guys right now. Ladies, you're off the hook. <laughs> I don't know how guys do it. I don't know how you have a, a, a loving relationship that you're committed to and have female friends that you're kicking it with. I, I, I personally don't know how you do it, especially if you're married. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. <laughs> Come on, man. Right on ESPN. Come on, man. Right. How do you have a healthy relationship with the woman that you're committed to for the rest of your life? And then you got some female friends that you kick it with. Listen, man, when I decided I was going to be with Leslie Williams, I cut off all other relationship. I had one female friend that I had that we kicked it with. And when I say kick it with, I think you know what I'm talking about when I say kick it with. <laughs> right. There was one female that I kicked it with that she called me and and and, and said, "Hey, um, I want to come pass and see you." Now that I, I don't know if I was engaged. No, we weren't married because when yeah, yeah, we were engaged. We weren't married because when we got married, um, we had a house. And at that time, I was living in an apartment, and no, we didn't chat. I didn't have an apartment. You know, we both adults. I'm on my own. She can come kick it and stay at my house. No, that didn't happen. <laughs> we didn't kick it like that. You know what I'm saying? So anyways, so this 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 young lady that I kicked it with prior to getting into a committed relationship with, then my time, Leslie, was my fiance. She said, I want to come past and see you. I said, no, I don't think that's a good idea. She said, why not? We're just friends. I said, no, I said, that's not a good idea. Uh, and she said, well, come on. There's no harm. I won't come back. No, my, I worked second shift at the time. I think I was working second shift. My wife worked. Um, she was day shift. Um, and so she was at work during day. She's still living at home, but she worked. But we still communicated. She, My wife was uh, working day. I worked second shift. So I was home during the day. Um, I worked third shift. One of the two. Anyways, that's about too much detail at this point. But anyway, here's the point. The point is she, she was adamant about coming past and see me. I said, no, I can't do it. So she came and I told her, I said, well, you know, if you come past, I'm telling you not. But I said, but if you do decide to come past, I said, I'm not opening the door and letting you in. We'll talk through the screen in the window. See, I, I don't want my good to be even spoken, evil spoken of. Right. I didn't tell her that, but this is what I print the principle I'm operating from because I've made a committed relation. I'm in a committed relationship to this woman. I value her so I can't be kicking it with other girls. Sure enough, she showed up at my house, knocked on the door. Hey, it's so-and-so. Can you open up? I went to the window, slid it up, and said, hey, what's up? She said, let me in. I said, no, I told you to come out. We can talk, but we're going to talk through the screen window. She said, are you serious? I said, yeah. I said, what's up? She, she got mad and left. Come on, man. You ain't taking homie out like that. 
you know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm committed to my relationship, but you don't know. Open that door up and she starts saying and doing things. I'm like, oh my goodness. You know, that temperature go up. Wow. <laughs> I wasn't trying to put myself in that kind of situation. What's the point? The point is this, that the minute you decide on something of value, at the same time, there's a decision about something that I have to walk away from. I decided that the relationship had value. I decided that I that I was going to walk away from anything that would have compromised the value of what I was building because of the vision I had for the relationship. Because of the vision that I had for the relationship. And that's what I'm talking about today. I'm talking about um, you have to see a day that's different and better than the days that you've seen in the past. So 2023 starts with a new you. When it's a new you, it's going to be a new year. Because if not, like Jesus said in Mark 2, 22, you put old wine and new wine. You put old, you don't put new wine and old wine skin. I can't take, uh, insanity is doing something over and over again the same way and expecting different results. That's insanity. Right. So if you want better, you, you, you do better. But you but the minute that I decide to become something at the same time, I had I made a decision that I'm going to walk away for something. Hey, listen, I, I hope you enjoy this conversation on new you. For 2023 is what this conversation is all about. I'm your host, Rich wall street williams at the motivate podcast show and on the motivate podcast show listen man we always always say less but we definitely believe for more i'll see you let's get it